0: Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Masbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. Hello, my dear friend. We will immediately emerge into the message of Nehemiah because we need all the time that we have to continue in this wonderful message of encouragement, this message that will help us to not give up, but to move forward in the power of the Lord Almighty. Let's read the verses that we have that we are handling when we are discussing this subject, this important subject of this broken down wall and these ruins that need to be rebuilt. There are many broken down walls today. I'm thinking of broken down walls in relationships with our Heavenly Father, a broken down wall of churches that have just been split and been broken up. I'm thinking of walls that have been broken in marriages and in families, and I believe the Lord wants us to get up and not leave it broken down, not leave it as a junkyard, not to accept that that is all there is for us and that we just have to get used to living in the midst of all the rubbish and all the rubble. You know, some people, they are living in a junkyard. Their marriage is a junkyard. Their family is a junkyard. Their church is a junkyard. There is just heaps of rubble everywhere. Everywhere you still see the smoldering fire of the gates that have been broken down, that are burning, the stones that are burning. And people have just come to the point where they accept it. They have accepted it that this is this is all there is for my life. This is all there is for my marriage or for my relationship with God or for the church or for the mission work. My dear friend, that's not the truth. Yes, sometimes things can come into our life, into our relationships or into the church that they bring havoc and they just break down and tear down the walls and the gates and everything becomes a rubble and a rubbish and a junkyard. But God is looking for Nehemiahs today who will rise up to clear out the junkyard, to clear out the rubbish and the rubble and to rebuild the walls and reinstate the gates. This is so important. My dear friend, oh, maybe you are praying for this, and maybe you are looking around you. Who will God send to rebuild the wall? Who will God send to reinstate the gates? But my friend, maybe God is looking to you. You are the one that he will use to rebuild the wall and reinstate the gates. Oh, this message is for everyone. And it can be on many different levels. It can be very personal, my friend. This can be in your relationship with the Father, with the Son, with the Holy Spirit, that your relationship has become a heap of rubble and it's just broken down. Don't come to the point where you accept that your relationship with the Father is broken down, but know that God wants to bring restoration, that that wall needs to be restored, restored. Maybe, my friend, it is in your relationship, in your marriage, or maybe with your children or your parents, or maybe with the church or the mission work. Oh, my friend, God wants us to rise up and to rebuild the walls and to rebuild the relationships and to rebuild the ministry that it may stand the time that is coming in front of us. Well, Nehemiah, let's read these verses in chapter 4, verse 1. Up to six. It says, But when Sambalat heard that we were rebuilding the wall, he became furious, completely enraged, and he ridiculed the Jews. He spoke before his brothers and the army of Samaria. What are these feeble Jews doing? In another translation, it says, What are these pitiful Jews doing? Yes, maybe this describes you today. Feeble and pitiful. Well, my friend, oh, don't look to yourself through the eyes of the enemy. That is always a distorted picture. But look to you through the eyes of the Father, who you are in Jesus Christ, the Son. In him we are strong. In him we are more than conquerors. Don't look to yourself or to your family or to your church through the eyes of the enemy. He will always make you to look down upon yourself. He will always... Make it to look down upon the ministry and the church and the work you are doing, but look through the eyes of Jesus, the beloved son, and you will see how precious you are and how wonderfully made you are and what wonderful purposes God has for your life. Well, let's continue with the verses here. It says that he was saying, Sambalat, can they restore it for themselves? Can they offer sacrifices? Can they finish in a day? Can they revive the stones from the heaps of dust and rubbish, even the ones that have been burnt? Now, Tobiah the Ammonite was beside him, and he said, Even what they are building, if a fox should get up on it, he would break down their stone wall. And so Nehemiah he prayed, Hear, O our God, how we are being despised, and return their taunts on their own heads. Give them up as a prey in a land of captivity. Do not forgive their wrongdoing and do not let their sin be wiped out before you, for they have offended the builders and they have provoked you. And so we built the wall and the entire wall was joined together to half its height, for the people had a heart to work. Oh, I pray, That if there is one thing the Lord will give you today through this broadcast, it is a heart to work. It says here the people had a heart to work. Oh, that heart to work was not just out of their own excitement, but it came to the Spirit of the Lord who gave them a heart to rise up and to do the work, even though it was against all hope. And even though it was against all what they could think would be possible in their own strength, still they got up and did the work because in their heart, there was a thriving, a pushing, which came to the Holy Spirit that was upon them. Oh, my friend, I can understand when you are looking to your marriage or your family problems or maybe to the ministry you are doing in the church, or maybe even as a pastor or an evangelist or some other worker in the kingdom of the Lord, that, that you are overwhelmed because of all the rubbish and all the forces that have come against you. And maybe you say, yes, I can't do it. And, and I just, I feel so overwhelmed that I feel just all my strength has run out of me. But today, my friend, I pray that through the Holy Spirit, God will strengthen your heart He will strengthen your mind. He will strengthen your arms and and strengthen your whole body, which is his temple, the temple of the Holy Spirit, and that you will rise up in freshness with fresh oil, with fresh spirit, fresh water, or with a fresh power of the Holy Spirit upon your life. And that even though everything is against you, and even though everything can, can look like it, it overwhelms you, that still you have that picture of hope, and you have that vision in front of you, God will enable you to have victory in the power of his name, the name of his son, Jesus, or oh, the lion of the tribe of Judah, who is also your king and your Lord, and who will help you to accomplish the work which is humanly impossible. Yes, humanly impossible. And the enemy would like to show you and put your eyes upon it that it is humanly impossible. And don't say, yes, I can do it by myself. No, we can't do it by ourselves, but we are not doing it by ourselves. And so it doesn't have to be humanly possible. We can do a supernatural work because we have a supernatural God who is doing supernatural miracles and he is enabling us to do a supernatural work through the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, hallelujah. But you know, let's go to the strategy of the enemy. The first thing the enemy did is it says he ridiculed the Jews. Yes, he ridiculed the Jews. That's what the enemy does. He ridicules us. That is one of the strategies that he uses. So don't find it strange when the enemy will find a mouth, a voice to come to you to ridicule you. That voice can come to you in so many different ways. Oh, maybe you feel something in your breast, and a thought comes to you. Maybe this is breast cancer and you will find it surprising or not. But you know, suddenly you turn on the news and there will be an article about breast cancer. You open up the newspaper and there are the statistics of how many women have died of breast cancer. And you talk to a friend who suddenly talks about another friend who has breast cancer. And this will come to you in so many ways that it will discourage you. And then he will start to ridicule you. Oh, you had faith that the Lord would be your healer and help you. And you rose up and you said, I will have that victory. I will have that healing. And suddenly the enemy, he came with all that news and now he is ridiculing you. You know, he ridicules us very personally. He starts to say, oh, look at those weak Jews, those feeble Jews, those pitiful Jews. Oh, look at them, those sorrowful Jews. What do they think? Do they really think they can do this awesome work? Do they really think they can reuse those stones that have been broken down and that have even been burnt?" Yes, maybe you are one of those broken stones and maybe you have gone through the fire and maybe you don't look so wonderful anymore. Yes, maybe it doesn't look so great anymore that you would be the stone to be used in the rebuilding of the wall. But you know, my dear friend, if you go to the word of God, you will see that these are exactly the stones that God takes and that he uses to rebuild the wall. He takes that what is broken. He takes that what is burnt, that what has been thrown away. Oh, how wonderful to know that if you have been cast down, you are the one that God has his eye upon to restore you and use you in the rebuilding of that wonderful temple in the Spirit, as Paul talks about in the New Testament. Oh, my dear friend, when the enemy comes to ridicule you and say, Oh, look how pitiful you are. Oh, look. Oh, how weak you are. Look how feeble you are. You cannot do it. Oh, my dear friend, that's the same what the enemy used with David when he came to fight Goliath. Remember what King Saul said? He said, you cannot do it. You are just a youth. Look to Goliath. He is wonderful. He is so great and awesome looking. Look at his body. Look at his appearance. He is a warrior. He is a champion. He has been trained from his youth on. But look at you. You're just a little boy. You haven't even been trained in battle. You don't even have an armor or have weapons. Oh, yes, the enemy will ridicule you and he will put you down. But my dear friends, again, I want to say, don't look to yourself through the eyes of the enemy. Don't allow the eye of the enemy to determine how you envision yourself, but see yourself through the eyes of the father who you are in christ jesus the lord oh you are a champion of faith you are a champion oh even though you are weak and feeble because the power of the almighty one is in you because the holy spirit is alive in you because the wisdom of god is with you because the lord said i'll never leave you and never forsake you well you know tobia he was ridiculing the people And he was pointing to their weakness and to their sorrowful condition. And in a matter of speaking according to man and the mind of man, he even was telling the truth. But you know, Nehemiah didn't look to the situation through his own eyes, through human eyes, or through the eyes of the devil and the eyes of the enemy. But he looked to the situation through the eyes of God. I want to tell you whenever the enemy comes to ridicule you, he will ridicule you how weak you are, and then he will ridicule the work you are doing. Oh, he was ridiculing them like, do they think they can make sacrifices? Oh, maybe you are standing there in the midst of the worship service, and you want to lift up your hands and praise God, and the enemy comes to ridicule you and say, do you really want to lift up your hands and worship God? Do you really want to bring sacrifices of praise to him and bring yourself as a living sacrifice? Do you really think God is waiting for you? Do you really think that God wants to use you? Just think of yourself, what you did last month. Oh, and you promised it already 20 times you would change, but look to you, have you changed at all? And now you're standing here in the presence of God. Do you really think God is waiting for you? Oh, that is the voice of the enemy, my friend. And many have listened to that voice and they put their hands back down and said, I'm sorry, Lord, but I cannot give myself to you because I'm just not worthy. I'm just not holy. I'm just not usable for you. And they give up and they go back and they have a longing to sacrifice themselves to the Lord as a living sacrifice that he might use them. But they go back home and say, well, For me, there's only life on the junkyard, life amidst of the rubble and rubbish. But my dear friend, you have listened to the voice of the enemy. If this has been your reaction, go back to that church beating and give yourself to the Lord again and do it again and do it again and do it again and again and again, my friend. Oh, and the day will come that that yoke of the enemy will be broken over your life and God. He is with you and he has seen all those prayers and all those times that you have given yourself to him, even when you got up the next day and failed again. But again, you got up and gave yourself to him. Oh, do it again, my dear friend, because the Lord, he is able, all those prayers together, all those times you gave yourself to him together, that day of breakthrough is near, my friend. Don't listen to the ridicule of the enemy. He'll never have anything good to say to us, and he will always try to keep us away from giving ourselves to the Lord, but the Lord is waiting for us. He is waiting for us, and he will put his arms around us. Oh, he will ridicule the work we are doing, and he will also ridicule the results we have made. Oh, I remember in my life how the enemy came And he pointed me after many years working in the ministry in the church, he said, look at the results, John. Oh, was it worth all the sacrifices? Was it worth all the hours that you gave yourself? Look at the results of it all. Oh, remember what great expectations you had. Remember how you held on to those promises that God would make it all to flourish and blossom. But now look at it all after so many years. There's still so much rubbish and rubble. Oh, it still looks like a junkyard. Oh, John, what are you doing? You know, he ridicules the work. He ridicules the results. And many times many have listened to that voice and they have given up the work because they said, well, you know, why should I continue on? I did it so many years, but oh, look at the results. It just wasn't worth it. My dear friend, oh, I don't want you to give up. Oh, it will take more time to see the great results. But you know, it's not up to you to look at the results and to determine if you made progress or not. It's up to the Father. You know, it's not even up to us to bring the results because it says one sows, the other gives water, but it is the Lord who gives the growth. Oh, maybe there are times that we have to wait for growth to come, and it can take so many years to build on the foundation, and it's just working underneath the ground, and you don't see any building coming about. Or oh, other people, maybe they just built their house on the sand, and they have already a whole house standing there, but it has no foundation, and you are working on the foundation, and you don't see all the results, but you know, God, all the time will come that you will see the result of all those years of struggle, all those years of giving, all those years of pouring yourself into that relationship, into that marriage, into that family, into that ministry, into that church, and it will all be worth it. Oh, I want to pray for you right now. Lord, you see those who have been ridiculed. Maybe they have been ridiculed that they look so weak and so poor. Maybe they have been ridiculed for the work they are doing that it is of no value and hopeless. Maybe they have been ridiculed for the results that they have no results to show for our Lord. But Lord, oh, today I just want to speak in the name of Jesus that that voice may be silenced or that they won't listen to that voice anymore who is only trying to bring them down and to ridicule them so they will give up the work so they will not see the blessings, so they will not see the results that you will give in due time. Lord, we believe that in due time we will see if we will not faint, if we will not give up, if we will not become hopeless but continue to work in faithfulness. Then I know, Lord, that the results will come. The blessings will come, Lord. Things will change and wonderful miracles will come, Lord, and blessings will flow for years to come, Lord. So I ask you in Jesus' name, oh Heavenly Father, strengthen the hearts of your people that they will not give up, Lord, but that they will continue the work that you call them to do. In the mighty name of Jesus, hallelujah, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com.